Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. We were going to scare you. Yeah, well, you did. You scared the shit out of me. Why? Why? Why would you do that? I was going to go save you, but dipshit here. Luke, your friend is holding a real gun. This is serious. How could you do that? Because you treat me like a child. And what, you were going to show me how much of a man you were by rescuing me from fake armed robbers? You are a child. Okay, thanks. <laughs> this is Film Sack. Oh, sure. Hello, and welcome to episode 537 of Film Sack. Mining the very depths of film entertainment for all mankind, my name is Scott Johnson, and I'm joined today by Brian, he only kills spiders when they've done something wrong, Dunaway. Oh, you dirty, dirty spiders, and they've always done something wrong. They're always guilty. Yeah. Oh, hi. Hi. <laughs> okay, Scott, truth or dare? Uh, d- uh, dare. Wrong. We're going with truth. <laughs> I only have so much time to write these intros, Scott. What do you want from me? Right, have truth. you ever staged a home invasion to to get to second base with the babysitter? Okay, <laughs> no. there are no right or answer wrongs. Go ahead. Go ahead. Tell me. Have you? The answer is no. No? Really? Yeah. That's it? No. I've never done it. No backstory? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. All right, fine. I did fine. make out with a babysitter it's- once, and it's a long story, and I'll never tell that story, but go ahead. <laughs> okay, these are yes or no answers, Scott. I have no time for to do that in the intro. And right. Somebody get the b- duct tape. All right, and look, lipstick. <laughs> Ibit. <laughs> Truth. No, wait. I'm asking a different question. Ibit, lies or lust? Oh, uh, lies. Okay, yeah, lie to my question or do something lusty. Lies, right. That's right. You got the right one. We're going with lies. <laughs> Ibit. Yes. Did you hang the doors upside down in your house because you were evil and wanted me to spend this entire movie questioning the vertical placement of doorknobs in your homes? Or are you just insane? Uh, I, I, I did exactly that. Yes. I thought so. Randy. Boobs or penises? Oh, this game has taken a turn. Boobs or oh, penises? Yeah, it really has. I have to say boobs. Wrong. There is no right answer. And how does what? that make me feel? Like a little boy with facial hair just felt me up. Okay. That's the most inappropriate thing ever, Sir Randy. Just let me put on my white money hat before I issue this apology. And I turn it around and lock it into douche mode. And, dear Randy, I'm sorry. One more. Done away. Oh, that's me. Holiday or horror? Uh, why not both? Randy, if you see me, how many fingers am I holding up? Ah, the answer is the middle one. Uh-huh. Well, hello there, little birdie. No, not again with the duct tape. Why did mommy stop hugging me? Oh, man. I didn't, that, was I a, didn't, that was a disaster, and I loved every minute of it. I, know, I didn't expect, so good. I didn't expect right, the, rails. the interactive parts. That was great. <laughs> I didn't Literally, know that yeah, was you, maybe you should have warned us which one we were supposed to pick before the show. <laughs> yeah. Before we go any farther, <laughs> I I would like to admit that I wrote out an entire game of truth or dare that I w- wanted to play with the three of you, and then I yeah. stopped and went, "What if Brian Dunaway tries to yeah. do this yeah. first? This is the problem. Yes. Yes. You never I'm going know. to I'm going to write an alternate greeting because." Right. Yeah. We don't warn anybody, by the way. That's just yeah. the deal. No, so yep, no, that's half the fun. Yeah, that's yeah, half, half the fun. fun. Uh, speaking of fun, Randy, that one time he threw the sitter's phone in the fish tank, Jordan. Aloha, Scott, Brian, Brian, and uh, oh, I'm speaking of phones. I'm sorry. I, I just got this new job, and I I, uh, I need to take a call real quick. Hold on. Hello? Charlie Booker's office? Yes. No. No, Mr. Uh, Mr. Brooker hired me to take incoming calls from people who have script ideas for Black Mirror. What's yours? Uh huh. Uh huh. So basically, your idea is: what if Home Alone was an episode of Black Mirror? That's a no, that's a terrible idea, and I'm going to tell you why. What? What's that? 
the invaders turn out to be relatively good guys and it's the home alone kid who's evil okay hold on i'll admit that's what the swinging paint can gag is portrayed realistically it would it would kill a man what okay uh, you're telling me you can get Patrick Warburton and Virginia Madsen and then completely waste them on bit parts with almost no lines. <laughs> we are in. Yes. Wow, that was a big decider. Yeah, yeah that's it was. A, they did use them weirdly. We'll get to that. Hey, uh, finally, Brian, so you want a hit from the joint or a hit from the gun, Ibit? Mm, uh, both, please. Mm. Welcome back to the Travel Channel's newest hit show, The World's Most Dangerous Countries. I'm your host, Sergio Dedur, and on this episode, we're going down under for a trip to Australia. And no discussion about the dangers of Australia would be complete without talking about our eight-legged friends, the spiders. Specifically, the huntsman spider, which you'll find hanging out in groups in Australian attics. These little monsters will jump on and cling to the first soft sweater they come across. <laughs> Next on our list of Australian dangers are the gay Christmas ornaments. As a matter of fact, Australia is home to seven of the ten most deadly gay Christmas ornaments in the world. Faster than you can say ho, 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 you'll have to say no, no, no to these fabulous Judy Garland ruby slippers. And before you can utter the C word, you'll find yourself inexplicably drawn to this Liberace rhinestone-studded piano Christmas topper. It's to die for. Oh my lord. And topping out our list of down-under dangers is something that's responsible for black eyes and concussions all over Australia. It's the Australian doorknob, which for some reason is placed at eye level throughout the house. Open those doors slowly, and you just might make it out alive. <laughs> I'm hey, so glad it was it stuck with you, too, the doorknob. Oh, oh my God. The, it's the, impossible the doorknob, not to notice. Yeah, yeah it's... It's so bizarre. And I had to go back and show T and I said, do you remember this the first time we watched this? Because I sure didn't. Yeah. So you'd seen this before. That's another point I wanted yes. to put out. Uh, not only anybody else had, and I certainly hadn't, I haven't, I hadn't even heard of it, but the trivia does go into deep depth about how Better Watch Out was filmed in Australia, but was, you know, meant to be, hey, this is in America somewhere. Yeah. And right. uh, it's supposed to be like uh, Chicago, right? Like uh, suburbs of Chicago. For yeah. Right. She was going to move yeah, to Pittsburgh. Yeah. And there were her. just a few lines here and there that had Commonwealth English instead of American English. Yeah. Oh, really? And I didn't I didn't write them down. But there were just a few times when I was like, why does that person why is that person speak using a word or phrase that was mm. just not quite what you would hear in, right. in the U.S.? Yeah, it was so, more of a word usage thing, but not a mm-hmm. not a accent delivery thing. Their accents were dead perfect. Everybody in this oh, movie, yeah. with the yeah. exception of Patrick yeah. Warburton and what's her beast? Virginia uh, Madsen. Virginia yeah. Madsen. They're the only American non-Australian actors in this thing. Everybody else is from Perth and other places around Australia, and they are all, I mean, this has been true forever. I just want to call it out again. The Australians know how to do our voices <laughs> so yes. well. And we it's have no clue. than we know how to do theirs. Yeah. <laughs> I, did remember, I did remember one. Uh, the, at, at some point, very, very briefly, the flashlight is referred to as a torch. Oh, that wow. is a oh, really? absolute wow. dead giveaway that totally you're, you're that. in Commonwealth English. Yeah, I missed it too, yeah. but that makes sense. If you're going to you're gonna say torch, you're definitely not from here. Yeah. Uh, so anyway. is Australia, do they, they, are their knobs that high? Yes. Okay. So I found some some great trivia about that. So uh, the movie's Better Watch Out. The director is Chris Peckover. Now he's American. Okay. He's from here. Uh, I should have mentioned he's the other guy that's from here. Uh, He said, so here's here's the trivia. Despite the American setting, the sets were constructed with a uh, 1.4 meter or 4.9 inch high door handles for uh, four foot rather from the older Australian home that they used. And American writer and director Chris Peckover called the source of distraction and frustration for the entire production. <laughs> Drove him crazy. He was like, oh, my gosh, these doorknobs. And, and it's funny because there's a – and I just said it's funny because um, – but it's funny because there's such a prominent use of the doorknob in this movie with the mm-hmm. whole pencil yes. trick. That I, I thought that was the point. Like, yeah. Well, oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> there's a longer – a further way for the pencil to fall in this Yeah, in I was like – yeah. I was like, well, it's at eye level, and I'm like, they're shooting a lot of these things, you know, and they they shot it kind of differently. I thought, well, maybe it was just a practical reason. The problem, like I said, yeah. once again, it was just the distraction 
all along when my American sensibilities going, that's not right. Yeah. And there's somebody would do that here. You just think, well, what what are you doing? Why would you put those so high? What's the problem? And Australia, look, we'll get an Australian listener. He'll write in. He'll say, oh, we do. We we put them high because then the dingoes can't get to it or something. I don't know. (laughs) I just assumed (laughs) since everything is is backwards and not everything, but, you know, like water rotates in the opposite direction. I just Uh assumed maybe they hung them upside down because, you know, if you hang the door upside down, down, yeah. yeah. Well, then they wouldn't match the, uh, the door, like the place where the, uh, the little clicker goes into the door jam. Well, you would, you would mount the clicker on the other side of it. I mean, you would do both. Okay. So you'd have to do both. So it's really, they hung the whole house upside down is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, That's what I'm assuming because, you know, they're Australia and I'm American Uh, and I'm, I'm ignorant. So, you know, somebody, somebody in Reddit, there's a whole Reddit discussion about the doorknobs and somebody said, I actually thought the whole twist of the movie was that they were going to find out that they were all elves. Ah, (laughs) I was wondering, I can't think it. Are they going to find out something weird? They're all little tiny (laughs) people. No, just just my ignorance. Well, it was, uh, so I'd never seen this, never heard of it. And Mm -mm. I'll just say it right now. I really liked it a lot. Like, I think I liked it because, well, first of all, it's very twisted. And and I don't think this is for everybody. I think there's some very squirmy, cringy moments that are going to make you all go, boy. I'm just flat. I'm flat out appalled. Someone asked you on Twitter, you know, I'm I'm, I'm thinking about watching this with my kids. And I'm just like, no, 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 no. Yeah, I said, in fact, I asked that person. I said, there's really nothing. They don't really show anything. But no, are you they, kidding? They don't, but it's worse no. that they didn't show anything. They, in they, the cases. they, they describe it and they, right. they, they present it. You see it, but, the results of it, right? You don't see the yeah. paint can going into the dude's face, but yeah. you see. And you never see the, his face. You never you see his face. See paint. But yeah. you yeah. just see the paint and the blood on the floor. And, and it's very well done in that regard. And it's also really well done. If you come into this movie and, and hopefully. If we've caught you at this point, in th- at this point in FilmSack, and you have not seen this movie, we almost should tell you right now, stop and go watch it, because the yeah, less you know about this movie, the better. Well, and, yes. I, and I'm saying I came into this knowing nothing about it, like less than yeah. nothing about it. Yeah. And I I wouldn't recommend that anybody watch this movie. Like, I'm surprised. <laughs> I, I wanted to ask you. I wanted so to ask just, you. Don't let your kids watch, but don't let anybody don't watch, watch this. Well, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Like, like, what age? What age is it appropriate for? I don't know. But like for you, Brian Ibbett, I wanted yeah. to ask you. Like, having seen it before, yeah. is there anything that would have ever caused you, other than film sack? Is there anything that would have ever caused you to rewatch this? Like, no. it's, it feels yeah. like zero rewatchability. And, zero rewatchability. And, but this would be something that somebody's like, oh, I'm looking for a good like Christmas. Harm it, and, and again, another thing. Top of the list for me. Mm-hmm. Another thing. Every year we talk about movies that aren't about Christmas, but are Christmas movies. <laughs> right. And this yeah. year, this year, I would like to talk about Christmas movies that have no business being called Christmas movies. They happen <laughs> to have like a, a, a Christmas lights and a tree and a plastic and, Santa. And, yeah. Uh, and yeah, that's it. Yeah, but right. this ain't a Christmas movie. It yeah. has nothing. It has zero to do with. Yeah, Christmas. her uh, Virginia zero. Madsen and uh, David Putty could have gone to a concert. It could have been anything it didn't have to be a christmas party it could have been any time of the year and it would have still worked but uh yeah like i guess okay when i got into it because when it starts it's a different movie when it starts Mm -hmm, it's an it's like a throwback it's like an 80s kind of uh beginning to a horror movie in the 80s just some of the tropes there porkies ish right yeah it starts like scream it, right, it's right. very reminiscent of Scream. Very, in the first very act. much so. That first part. In fact, I kind of went, "Oh, we're just doing Scream here. Okay, whatever. We'll see how this yeah. goes. This kid and this babysitter will have to try to avoid whatever." And again, Brian Ibbett's right. If you haven't seen the movie yet, maybe don't listen from here on because we're going to get spoilery mm-hmm. about this thing. And, and usually, we oh. don't care about that here. But I'm, for whatever no, but reason, this movie is so much better if you go in completely. Yeah, blind. blind. Agree. Yeah, yeah and, and and another thing is we can't go non-spoilery because unlike most movies, this movie has the twist a third of the way in, mm-hmm. yeah, and yeah. Mm-hmm. and then right. you have two huge long acts of resolving that twist. Yeah, and and it, the twist comes so early that you're like kind of scratching your head you haven't really caught up to how this is possible Mm -hmm. that this is and and like you say people are are trying to guess complete other things like my guess was that the kid got drunk and was dreaming Mm. Mm. right right especially with the doorknobs because i definitely felt like it was a dream i was like something right until she biffed it down the stairs we didn't really really know what we were getting into and when that happened uh from then on it it is one of the most um toe curling 
uh, uh, yeah, uncomfortable, very experiences. uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. 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 And I, and I, and again, I don't mean this in. A, I'm not saying this in a very negative way. I actually think it's very. I think it's kind of an ingenious thing. It does make the entire thing just inherently unwatchable for a second time, unless you're doing film sack. Like it just mm-hmm. doesn't right. or, feel like I ever want to go watch it again. Yeah. But man, this, it's some of the most original. Yeah. Uh, concept slash idea stuff even though they're kind of aping from bits and yeah. pieces i was gonna say like i don't i don't know how basically an homage twisted up version of scream home alone black mirror etc like all these things that have come before it yeah. i don't know how you can call that original it's not really hard like because there were times when i felt like oh i'm seeing something that i i wasn't expecting that's really what i'm saying i'm yeah, not right. not i'm seeing something original i'm just seeing a, a take on something that i've already seen yes but the take is original the take is is, right is wholly original and it goes in a place where i didn't expect it to go and man i wanted to kick that kid across the room piss me off so bad <laughs> now see this this I, I i will disagree that about watching it again because i wouldn't probably watch it again on my own however i would this is a movie that i'm going to be like hey I got to show you a movie. Yeah. And I'm going to sit down and I'm going to enjoy the experience of someone else experiencing it. Yeah. And I'm asking, and I'll ask you now, who's that person? Who the hell in your life are you saying, I'm going to show you a movie (laughs) to, and it's my movie. I wouldn't watch this with my kids. I love this trash. And, Mm -hmm. and Audra, my, uh, my, my, Significant other. She loves this because this is more a, a psychological thriller than it really is a horror. I mean, right, I don't even right. know if I would even call it horror, but they do here. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I, I'm totally interested in seeing other people experience this because this reminds me of another movie we back from uh, Macaulay Culkin did The Good Son. I don't know if you guys remember. Oh, that, yeah. Um, oh, I never saw The Good Son. Like 1993. Elijah Wood, I think. Right. Was yeah. The, and yep. Right. The the crazy uh, was the crazy cousin who was, uh, you know, the psychopath. Right. Good. Right. Ninety three. Oh, yeah. I don't remember this. But, yeah. Okay. So he was home alone, but with Elijah Wood, mm-hmm. the crazy cousin. Or maybe it was the other way around. David you kind of knew that. you knew. Um, there was no twist. There was right? no twist. Right. You knew Macaulay Cul- Culkin was off the deep end at the beginning of that film. And right was was pulling one over on the family but elijah wood knew the that he was really crappy inside and right sure yeah this is very like hand rocks the rocks the cradle uh yeah you remember that river wild single wild single white female yeah yes that's that's a great example so it's 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 fits in that kind of genre but you know here we've got a teenage babysitter and we got these 12 year old boys and these boys are freaking dir- douchebags. See, I would watch gosh. it again because <laughs> Levi Miller, who plays our, our our character, he is is Luke. He is I I was blown away by the oh, performance. He's really that's good. a tough thing to do. He's really good. I mean, yeah. he's his voice cracked too much for me, but uh, but that's just the age. That made that. it even it's better. Fun. Yeah, and I yeah. I'm glad they didn't actually say ages in this movie. The only thing you're given in this movie no, that's actually said, they said in the 12. movie is that she's five years older than him. Right. That's what right. you know. So they, like she said, you're twelve at one point. So yeah, they, she said. Oh, she did said she? Twelve. Yeah, yeah. he's twelve. Uh, that's, going on thirteen. That's, that's a that's terrible, and I wish people hadn't written that because it's it's why it looks because they look more like they're 14 and 19 or, or thereabouts. Mm, right. And, right. and calling that very, you know, like mature and very like ridiculously capable for his age person. 12 doesn't work for me. It doesn't like, I, I spend right. the whole movie going, no, no, more uncomfortable. You, kid, you know, all. who's really just jonesing for the babysitter might concoct this whole, this whole scheme. <laughs> right. And more so, is he, this level he's of competence. Yeah. And that's what I'm right. saying. Spend some time around a 12 year old. They are so incompetent at oh, every little but, thing. But that's, 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 okay. So that's, that's above average 12 year old. This guy is a basically a savant. Okay. So yeah, he is right. like, he's right. like, but, but not depicted. He's like, like Doogie Hauser. Of, like of serial killers he's mm. he's introduced laying on his bed and being made fun of by his friend and like if they had given me some you know some evidence at that point that he's right. like the by by far the smartest kid in his class like maybe he's even skipped a couple of grades or so, anything give me mm-hmm. something but no he's just an average 12 year old or you know whatever well, age he's he pretending is. to be an average 12 year old yeah and that's another thing like uh, like like i say it was such a switch in the character that i didn't believe the rest of the movie that i was mm-hmm. watching 
a, a, a real, a, a, you know, like a real telling. A real I boy. Really I'm looking at a real boy. The rest of the movie at that switch time thinking, is this a dream? Is this a, hmm. you know. Well, oh, I kept expecting a third. Um, I, I'll admit that I kept expecting some sort of um, another twist, you know, like, oh, well, right. what we thought was happening with the kid is actually not happening at all. And, you know, I did I, think that was going to happen. But right. by the end, there's, there's, I'll tell you what, I did yeah. not see her surviving. I, I, mm-hmm. I didn't know. Yeah, that was that was good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I wrote down he kills four people. Like, are you kidding? Right. And then, and then I scratched through the four, <laughs> the three <laughs> kills three people. Yeah. yeah, one came back. Yeah, no way. He killed. I hold on. Wait. Yeah. He to the, the current I, boyfriend, the ex boyfriend, kills three and, different boys. Every yeah. He, basically, yeah. basically, if you're a boy, you're you're dead in this movie because he's trying to get some. So the friend and the two the two boyfriends. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. Right. Yeah, you're right. Three. Right. Yeah. For some reason, I was thinking there was somebody else. Why? Well, I don't know why. Uh, also, I mean, I have, I have some continuity issues. In fact, the only real continuity issue I really had was, um, when he, <clears throat> sorry, when he hit her with the brick while she was trying to run away, oh, they were yeah, outside in the did. snow and they, uh, the carolers were there and they almost saw yeah. it. Yeah. He's, how did he do that? Yeah. And then was also right. at the front door, bringing him cocoa and listening to their music. How did he, well, cause it wasn't rest? his house. That they were currently caroling at when he knocked her unconscious with a brick. Yeah, they were. He, he dragged her back in, and then about that time, he he saw the carolers were coming. He made some hot cocoa. I mean, there is some there is some magic time in yeah. this oh, yeah. uh, film, yeah. right? Yeah. How long it takes. There to, really is. How to, long does it take your parents to go to a party and come home? Like right. this yeah. this movie feels to me like about uh sixteen hours yeah. in in movie <laughs> right. time and like. I can't have been more than I don't know six, four, three or four. Yeah, maybe. I think four. they leave at like uh, uh, seven or something, and then yeah. the uh, the. Party well, I don't know how time works in Australia, so I mean, <laughs> or not, so. Well, by the time yeah. she got there, it was still light out. Yeah, but then again, who knows in Australia? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, what they're trying right. to pick. <laughs> It's a really good point. <laughs> now I wonder about everything. The doorknobs really effed everybody up because right, yeah. that's all we think about. Um, but of the seven cast members, I just think this is crazy. Patrick Warburton, who's barely in it, and Virginia yes. Madsen, who's barely in it. The letters of the C-word, which is uh, something you never think you'd ever hear Patrick you, Warburton say. Oh, and I want to say, once again, Madsen says some once, stuff. Yeah. Once again, this, this could have been a great movie if it had been sort of like thought through. Like, it's it's kind of funny and and weirdly interesting that Patrick Warburton is hitting on the babysitter, right? But yeah. it's also so discordant. It's not like you're you know what I mean? Like you're you're sitting there like as he's hitting on the babysitter, you're like, am I supposed to hate this guy? Am I supposed to you know? Am I supposed to be t- like mad here? Like mm-hmm. what the movie doesn't seem to know. It's just it's just right. like having fun. Well, with, he was creeping me out when he was doing that. Yeah, I was like, yeah. David Putty, back oh, off. Hey, you look uh, breathtaking. Breathtaking. <laughs> that was that was great. It was, this movie was intended to make you feel uncomfortable, and I think on a three million dollar budget, 2016 $3 million dollar budget. I think <laughs> I good. think we got the best you can yeah. get. And, that Warburton thing too also kind of helps explain some of where the kid gets his. Uh... Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> I kept expecting that, you know, I kind of kept expecting him to show back up at the end and he's like in on it. Capture the babysitter. Yeah. Did you you do it? She's trying to leave. Did you get her? Yeah, no, I would have, uh, I actually wouldn't have been surprised and had it in my head toward the end that this was going to be the dad's plan all along. Like, yeah, yeah, that's what I, I can't wait for. I'm glad that. it wasn't though. Okay. Yeah, I'm glad and, it wasn't. And there's a lot of they left a lot of questions open, uh, and they did some, you know, they, they did some hand waving to make you think about some things. But you know, one of the things I see whenever I look for better watch out on Google is always, is there a part two? Where's part two? People oh, want sure. part two, so this movie inspires discussion and a desire for for more. So I mean, mm-hmm. I think it's successful i don't think uh, they do a sequel though um they could they could but that sequel would be so different i don't think think they should that sequel would be like uh unlike home alone where it's all about hey we just need to trap somebody somewhere right now this is different also she i don't think it ends well for her because she now has no witnesses uh except him and now she so I tried to and my brain went after this and like went to the hospital and the cops are there and she's in stable enough condition and they were questioning right. her and she's right. laying out the truth and the truth sounds insane. Right. But, but all she, she has the to truth. do is say, 
um, take a look up at the uh, the footprints in the snow leading into his window right. where he set his pencil on his doorknob and then climbed out on the the rafters. Well, you there's, know how this, there's some evidence you can you can that's yeah, true. Well, you know how this will go though because it's going to be he says she said at some point and it's going to because part of it's going to be that but she got stabbed in the neck so you definitely know the first thing going to do is oh she can't speak so she's right. got to convince people. Through either writing or you know some mm-hmm. kind of, and yeah. so it's gonna. No, honey, we just settle down. We'll get to it later. Yeah, you know, so yeah. you know right. there's but a way she, to drag it out. He didn't make make it so that she, um, committed the crimes. Right, like the only footprints he got were the right. She was still the victim. Yeah, of, she was still the victim. The, yeah, she did the, the boyfriend he did the crimes. Prints on the other guys, the boyfriend, new boyfriend, yeah. ex boyfriend. So. I just think she'll have Dude, a hard time. Have have any, any, you made any, a good point about roof evidence, but she doesn't know about roof evidence because she wasn't she didn't witness any of that. She was out. Yeah. Mm. So she, she was know busy about trying. She was busy unduct taping herself so she could stick duct tape to her. And I don't know how she did that, but whatever. But this is how that movie would go. There'd be some secondary filming of of the you know right. whoever our our investigators are, and they'll be up on the roof and discovering well, some of this. Right. Yeah. If it goes like the scream formula, it would just be something totally different. It yeah. would just be oh, psych, yeah. you know, something, sure. something else is somebody else. I think. So my, of, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say my my continuity question. Maybe you guys can help me figure this out. Is or not really continuity, but all right. He does this whole elaborate setup. Who does he order the pizza and why? Yeah, I I didn't get. See, that's the things that were like those hanging threads. Like there okay, are so when. There are so many, so many things like that. So yeah. many things like you could tell they actually they actually figured one of them out with him pulling the cell phone out of a plastic wrap. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, the, the girlfriend's cell phone, the, oh, the babysitter's yeah, cell right. phone, because he throws right. it into a he throws it into a fish tank. Like he, this kid's a, this kid's magic. Yeah. Can yeah. you imagine how many takes it would take you? <laughs> why, why does why does iPhone 2016 look so old? That was a, that was like a five S. That was a five S, and it yeah. was already old then. Um, yeah. Think, okay. Uh, okay. That would have okay. been the era for what sevens? I think. Yeah. Yeah. Sevens or eights or something. So yeah, she she had an old phone, probably passed down from her parents. Who knows? But it was right. an old. Because at first I was phone. like, "Eh, it's waterproof. It's in the fish. You know, it's not. It's water resistant." I'm like, "It's fine. She'll pull it out of there. Put throw it in some rice. It'll be good." Yeah. But then I looked how old it was. I was like, "Maybe not." Yeah, maybe not so much. But also, she was digging in there, and so that's what I thought of is well, she was digging in the yeah. tank, and then they finally ran for the door or whatever. He mm. was too relaxed about her digging in there because she was about to discover that he had wrapped it in plastic. Yeah. And right. Yeah. Right. We, you know, we did. So there's there's stuff like that. You know, there's yeah. some little hand wavy moments. But for the most part, I didn't see most of what was coming. I'm not used to that yeah. in movies. I can Me predict too. almost mm-hmm. anything these days, especially horror slash thrillers. Yeah, I, know, I, under, like, I right. underestimated. I underestimated this movie in a big way. Yeah. I was like, I was just riding along going, OK, what's next? All right. What's yeah, the next in the right. formula? Here we go. Yeah, yeah. And then when that switch, I was like. Nice. Yeah. Nice job movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. it did a good job. And also, I just credit to the cast. Again, I think they're great. Yeah. I think everybody's a great oh, well, little actor and actress. And yeah. I think uh, <laughs> Olivia DeJong. You're a good little actress, <laughs> Olivia DeJong. <laughs> she played uh, Ashley, the the main character. She's um, mm-hmm. uh, She was amazing in this. Yeah. She's really, yeah. really good. Super compelling. And I, I bought into all of that. The boyfriends were significantly douchey enough to be exactly what they were supposed to be. And- <laughs> I, I really like Alex Mickick. I think is how you say his name is Ricky. See, the, the Ricky guy. Boyfriend. Yeah, yeah, the current boyfriend, the the pencil face. Oh, pencil face, boyfriend. Pencil face. Yeah, pencil face. yeah. Uh, smoke I coming really out of that him. hole, dude. That was something. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's see. That's the thing, thing about the way it that, that grossed you out because that uh, I don't. I was trying to find something that grossed Scott out the most. I really couldn't. Uh, here, so I broke down as a potential runner-up pencil to the face, and and not so much that it's gross, but that it was handled in a way that was like most. Actually, most of the gore in the movie is handled in a either off-camera or. Mm-hmm a way that isn't so gross as just implied how bad it would be. And the smoke coming through that hole when mm-hmm. he was forced to take a drag on that joint was one of those moments of like, Oh, right. If it was a, it was full permeation, you would yeah. have smoke coming through there. So it was a lot of that. And I think that's actually kind of genius filmmaking when you can gross me out without actually doing anything that gross. Um, but right. for me, the gross moment here, we got to play that. <laughs> Gross. The audience demands it. Um, when he touched her boob without permission, I and oh, I thought that yeah. was going to get didn't worse. Even show it, but which is off impl- screen. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's all off screen. Yeah. It was completely not only off screen. It was like an angle where it wasn't. It was almost if you didn't know, you wouldn't even know what they were doing. Like right. they handled it in a way that was 
uh, again, worse because almost worse because I'm not seeing it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, oh, gosh, right. dang it, kid, you're so gross. And I was afraid the movie, maybe this is a credit to the movie. I thought the movie was going to get worse that way. I thought it was going to get more invasive, more creepy, like they were going to get real rapey and awful. And and sure, yeah. the idea of these 12-year-old boys and and her just being restrained, like that stuff really... Well, this, this kind of falls into your, uh, whenever they have a kid in a movie who has to utter... You know, something hard, some horrible swear line or yeah. some disgusting like thing. And outside the movie, it's like, all right, this kid is going to have to go through therapy because he's, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's had to say this thing over and over like 10 takes to finally get it right. Yeah. You have this situation where you've got this 17 year old actress or however, she was born in 1998. This was what a 2017 movie. So, yeah. Yeah. uh, 19 and is having to be, if, if it was shown on screen, having to be touched by a kid who was born in 2002 or 2002, three. Yeah. So he would have been, yeah. so really five years, really five years younger. Yeah. So, you know, it's like, all right, well, it's part of the film. We have to have this 16 year old touch this 19 year old's boob or 15 yeah, year old, yeah, just 19 yeah. year old's boob. Yeah. So it's, it was probably handled in the best way possible for this film to not have like a, right. Well, I know Thank the character God. did that, but, you know, the actor did yeah. that too. And that's gotta, yeah. And that's the thing, like the, you know, the, um, uh, rape beginnings, the rape beginnings were, uh, were not seen by the person I started out watching this movie with because, uh, she left the room and never came back when they, <laughs> when they strapped the babysitter to the chair. Okay. That was okay. The, that, when okay. they first, well, that, was the, that, that was the, 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 uh, straw that broke the camel's back. Yeah. That was the moment yeah. where, uh, Samantha was just like, nope, I'm out. This is, this is terrible. I'm, I'm, I refuse to see any more of this. And I, I don't blame her at all. I think, I, I think she, you know, like she has, she has her boundaries around, around rape. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, so like, As it, we all know, should. yeah, yeah right? it, it made, uh, made game of Thrones really, really hard to watch. Um, I'll bet, but that's and, why uh, I was finding it so uncomfortable. Cause I really thought they were going to keep going that direction. I'm really glad they didn't, yeah. but yeah. there's something to be said for, the combination of restraint and expectation that makes uh-huh. it a powerful effect good for good or ill that affected me in a way that was like visceral. I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm going right. to strangle this there's kid. There's a lot of that. There's a lot of stuff in this movie where you think it's going to go in one direction and it doesn't. And you know, you think, all right, well she's going to be the final girl. All right. Spoiler alert. She is the final girl, but you don't <laughs> think she's going to be the final girl, right? You think, Oh man, you know, she's, you're expecting, oh yeah, she's gonna get, she's gonna get him, she's gonna kill him, she's gonna survive and have to explain to her parents or his parents the deal, and then when he kills her, sorta, of, uh, you think, <laughs> all right, well that throws that whole trope out the window, yeah, and yeah, kind right. of does, yeah. And don't forget, it would have been better on him. He's he's a kid, so he doesn't know this, but it would have been a way way better plan once he had committed to killing her, for him to go ahead and stab himself. And be found alive mm. at this massacre, so he could tell the story that he wanted to. Oh, I it, see. Like, yeah. Him cleaning up and pretending to have slept through this massacre is mm-hmm. way stupider and way more uh, something a child would come up with. Well, exactly. Well, that, yeah, and he has that yeah. Uh, embryo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> weird, dude. Yeah. Weird. The idea that you it's, can't sleep unless it sounds like you're in your mother's womb. Oh man. Yeah. I don't know. That's not going to block out screaming and <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was. I thought it was good the way they 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 handled the mix of him bouncing back between uh, between you know being he's 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 mentally uh, emotionally childish, but he's also got this higher level of, of thinking on how to, you know, how to fool people. He's done it several times. It's been escalating. It's a true, it kind of follows the real true serial killer, uh, stages where he's like, you know, he's, we, we established that he killed his friends, uh, you know, hamster. And we've established that he's, he's started, uh, you know, filling out his boundaries and, and, and fooling, and uh, you know, committing crimes, and I, I thought that was actually yeah, all the I while being charming sincere. and seeming like a nice kid with the best grades yeah. and the you know the whatever. Like some of that stuff was very uh, American Psycho a little bit. Yeah, it seemed very plausible to me yeah. in a story way. Yeah, it uh, and it and it 
again, is hammered home, I just think, by really strong performances by these Australian kids who all have perfect American accents. I just was, I'm, yeah. I'm continually blown away by that. I went and heard some interviews with uh, the woman who plays Ashley, uh, Olivia DeJong, DeLong, DeJong, yeah, whatever. Yeah, that's how I say DeJong. She's as Australian as you've ever heard anybody. And it, yeah. it, it was really discordant to hear because I'm like, my gosh, you, you convinced me last night that you were not. How about... How about Jeremy, old Billy Hargrove from the Stranger Things? How about his performance out there in the backyard getting strung up? Oh, is that who that is? Oh, yeah. I didn't realize that's... Uh, he, he, looked, he had a little bit more weight. This was before he came on to uh, uh, Stranger oh, Things. Oh, yeah. He's also he had, Australian. Didn't have a, but... didn't have a mustache in, in this one, of course. So that little pedophile mustache didn't have that. So yeah. it's hard to recognize. I that's thought your... he would be the one that would survive. Like when someone said, right. one of yeah, them's still too. living, I went, oh, it's the guy in the backyard. He's such a... So, usually the usually the dick like that would survive, right? Yeah. Such a dick. Yeah. yeah, Billy Billy from Stranger Things shows up and I just I after the first boyfriend shows up and doesn't just clock this kid into next week, mm-hmm. I figured, oh, the the next guy who shows up is definitely going to be the one that where it surprises right. you and just punches the kid's head off. Like it, like you're he's so much bigger and stronger yeah. than that kid. Like yeah. it just makes no <laughs> sense. And and so like I'm just like waiting for it, waiting for it. I'm like, oh, seriously? You're getting you're getting hung by a riding lawnmower? Okay, yeah. all right. <laughs> I think that stuff's great. I mean, again, some of it's like horror movie trope. Uh, but it's done in this wrapping of like, I don't really know where he's going to go with this, or I don't know how he's going to get away with this or all these kind of questions. And also deception like that when it isn't Ferris Bueller, but and your mom thinks you're perfect and you're just completely deceiving and it's not a comedy. Something about that really gets me going. Just really makes yeah. me want to freaking, Oh my gosh, you I, little piece of shit. I don't remember. I don't remember which season of stranger things Billy shows up in. He's not in the first season. Uh, but when he shows up in Stranger Things, man, this guy takes over. Like as far as as like your what you're seeing, he is the most interesting thing in that show. I didn't know. I thought he was like, there the whole time. I guess, I have not seen that show from. I only saw season one. Um, does that make me a bad person? Should I be mad at myself for not watching more Stranger Things, or should I be okay with that? Is that all right? It's definitely worth seeing. It's good. Okay. You think I should go yeah. catch up? And get two. Someone told me to I, skip two. I think so. Okay. Oh really? To skip two? Yeah. Oh, I thought I thought two was pretty. Yeah, good. yeah. I, it's it's season two when Billy shows up and he's like a uh, new kid in town, mm-hmm. and uh, he's he's a uh, he's also almost the trope of this movie that we're talking about. Better watch out. Yeah. Um. So like the trope of the movie is called uh, uh, Infant Terrible. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because uh, he's a he is a he's a villain when he shows up in Stranger Things. Oh yeah. And uh, and and he's really like uh you know he's got his machinations and. And uh, the infant terrible trope, I I was thinking I'm going to come up with a huge list of movies where the kid is the bad guy and they're and I can't think of any. I was like, yeah, what are the either. movies? I couldn't either. What they don't they? exist. That's why I feel so like this is original. This, this is unusual. Yeah. Like we're used to if you're going to make a kid evil, it's full on Damien from, you know, what's that? Omen. Omen. Yeah. Like the Omen movies or, or stuff like that. It's like, oh, he's Satan spawn or he's Firestarter kid or whatever. And it's mm-hmm. always like very overt and supernatural and. They're always staring really weird. Children of the corn, they don't look right, you know, that sort of yeah. thing. But this kid, you know, this is a psychopathic, horrible behavior that just gets under your skin. And I do think, I am glad it had Christmas as the backdrop because that makes it all the more discordant. It's like, right. it's beautiful. Look at everybody doing Christmas shit and it's nice and it's decorated and it's all these things and it's festive and the music acts as like the really hard opposite of what's going on on screen and that sort of thing. Um, maybe it's because there's too many Hallmark movies in my house right now. Maybe that's the problem. <laughs> but I found so, it to be a refreshing take on all. So this these is things. Hallmark backlash, is what you're saying? Kind of, yeah. This is like the opposite of yeah. a Hallmark movie. If you could find yeah. whatever the polar opposite is, yeah, it's yeah. this. We're but trying I'll to find some balance in the force. What really right? gets me is when this is where I was. Um, I was kind of pissed and kind of like, oh my gosh, I would not watch this movie if, if it wasn't for film sack. And then it, it, it didn't last too long, which is again, a restraint. The movie seems to know how to use, but when the two boys after her fall are one skating around on the scooter in the house and the other one's like doing preparation work or whatever he's doing, mm-hmm. they're having this really misogynistic, horrible conversation about her oh, women. Mary, in general. Playing right. Mary kill. Yeah. And, uh, just the idea of an uh, you know the eleven to thirteen year old range of kid 
talking shit like that. And I'm, I'm not yeah. being naive. I know a lot of a lot of kids that age, you know, this is what they do. They, they start branching out and figuring out who they are, what they are, whatever. But that kind of stuff, ugh, I just yeah. want to freaking, again, I just want to kill yeah. that kid. I was so pissed at him the whole time, the whole movie. It's like, you little bastard. You're like this handsome, smart, little charming little dude, and you're the worst. <laughs> but that's what makes a good character, right? Yeah. I oh, mean, it worked. It worked, man. It works. And yeah. the friend who's yeah. such a trope and such a, such a stereotype to always have this goofball friend that's more into pot than you are. And he's just kind of a, a little dweeb and whatever. It's like every, you know, John Hughes movie, eighties movie come to life. And we've seen that a million, million times. What a fun, odd twist to have all of what happened to him happen. Like even his death, which I thought was really shocking. And then again, Mm -hmm. they didn't show it. Like there's no, there was no gore, overt gore about it. They just, that sudden deciding to shoot him, and say I was getting bored of you anyway or whatever. It's just like, oh my gosh, this show's not afraid to do the things I don't think oh. they're going to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. It's like, all right, well, best friend will probably be left alive. And no, uh-uh. he's out. Yeah. yeah. And I and because they were willing to do that, see, I think that was the trick. That was the, the, the card sleight of hand. Because killing the best friend meant, oh, they'll kill anybody. So when they yeah. killed the girl, I went, oh, they'll even kill the girl. They'll even kill the hero of our story. And I'm yep. not thinking yet about how she might survive. Like, I think that's intentional is to set that up so that he's done enough really heinous shit that you're not actually that shocked that she's now dead. Mm-hmm. But right. Then, so when it's re- revealed she isn't, it's actually a surprise and not something you see coming. I, I, I don't know. I think oh, it's a so, weird yeah. combination of like, hey, we have no budget. Uh, we got a couple of decent actors people know, and then these kids, we only have this much money, $3 million. We're going to make this thing. And it worked. And now I kind of want to know what that dude does after this. You know? Like, I'm interested in that director now. I've been trying to square my my feelings about this movie with, with yours, basically, where I'm like, no one should, this movie, this is a movie for anybody. No one should watch this. It's not, it's for no ages. But I, uh, with with the whole, with the whole, you know, like, Somebody, somebody got it made. Like they, you know, they found all kinds of people to produce and, and, and make the movie. Yeah. And, and so like, I guess the real way to, to sort of like get to a, a, a resolution for me, you know, because like we're talking about, we're talking about depictions of things that aren't entertaining. Hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's not yeah. seeing people get killed and tricked and, and bound and raped and so on. It's not entertaining, hmm. but like, I, I think the actual way to square this is, to actually tell go back and tell me what kind of movie it is before i see it and and then i'm i'm gonna be looking at it a little differently tell me this is a hard r horror movie and then i'm okay okay okay, i I get it all right i'm not you know like it's not just a twisted home alone you know what i mean like like don't just uh, i need i need a little bit more understanding Mm. and and then i'm not coming away from this going uh, you know, wow, I'm mad at that movie for doing that to me, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, by the way, I'd so just to get to the where he's at now, uh, Chris Peckover is not, has not, ha- he has no new announced projects and he's only directed three things. A short, which is probably a college thing, 2007, a uh, movie called Undocumented in 2010, which I only know because I heard Peter Stormare's in it. That's all I know about mm-hmm. it. Okay. Um, supposed to be another kind of one of these psychological horror things. And then Sounds like watch a out. documentary, actually. Yeah. <laughs> so he's only doing things every six to eight years. And yeah. there's and, nothing and on the release horizon. of this film was a financial failure. Uh, in, originally, the release, the original release, only like a couple hundred thousand dollars at the box office. So, but doesn't it feel competent? You know what I mean? Like it, it, it is. Like and that's the reason why really it's does. on these other streaming services. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and now that I know that he made, uh, undocumented, you know, I, I'm like, oh, he just he's just going down the same path as Eli Roth, and I can, like, if you tell me before seeing a movie it's an Eli Roth movie, I'm, oh, okay, all right, I know what to expect. Kind of know what you're getting into, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. that's true. Um, yeah, I just I I'll I'll follow whatever this dude does next. Um, I will for say sure. this: they had like one, two, three, four, five, six or so different posters for this, and mm-hmm. the only good one is the one where her. And the kid looks scared by the tree when she's holding a knife like they're watching out for an intruder. That's the one you should use because that doesn't tell you shit. The other ones, it's got her tied up and him looking evil or him walking away with a bat with Christmas lights on it. 
Like, what are you even doing? You're just spoiling the yeah. entire point of your damn For movie. For sure, exactly. Yeah. How dumb are no, you? you want uh, you want to you want the movie poster to give as little information about the film as possible, and even misleading people into thinking that it's a Christmas movie. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So I don't know what I was expecting, but I came away going, "All right, <laughs> this was hard. It was a hard watch. I don't recommend." Like that person asking if they should watch it with their kids. No. 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 I don't even think, I mean, I asked the, the guy on Twitter and he didn't, I don't know if he answered, but I asked him how old his kids were because I think that makes a difference. If he comes back with, oh, they're like 22 to 28, fine. Uh, they probably can handle right, they're it. They're adults. But if they're, I even like a kid in uh, 14, 14, 15. It, when yeah. the movie starts on Amazon Prime in the United States, it says 18 plus, a huge 18 plus on the top left I on the screen. I, I think that's fair. Yeah. I, I think it's anytime a, you yeah. involve, anytime you in, imply rape, uh, you're, you're going to do that. Well, and even, uh, I mean, they don't imply rape, rape, but they, uh, there's lots of implied, like, you know, nobody agreed. Anytime you, I don't know the, the way these boys talk and what they're doing to torment her while she is taped to a chair. That's some gnarly bullshit. Mm-hmm. And I don't, and what I don't want is some, I'd hate for some 11 year old to go, oh, like, what, copycat, is that uh, what I'm supposed to be. Is that how this is supposed to work? It's like, uh, so I, you know, I thought about those things and that all bothered me, but, but as I, a piece of art, the movie is pretty good. I yeah, I was really impressed with the cinematography. As, as far as cinematography goes, this movie punches way above its weight class. Mm-hmm. And that's I think that's part of the reason why we're watching it. Like, we even know it exists. Because mm-hmm. uh, this guy, Carl Robertson, who really doesn't get a lot of work. Like, if you look at his list, it's like a, a short film here and there. Usually mm-hmm. uh, with with professional cinematographers they are doing like four movies a year every year for their career and uh he just doesn't there's not a lot here for carl robertson but i think this is probably the best thing he's done and a lot of the shots were like really surprised me with how interesting they were there were like there were like drone shots inside a house Mm -hmm. and then there were you know small crane shots inside a house and then there's these bizarre like uh uh what is it cantilevered oh cantilever platform shots where yeah okay. the TikTok shots where they yeah where you at the same time oh yeah, yeah where you put the cool yeah you put oh, the camera yeah. you you attach the camera to the same platform you attach the actor to yeah. and you right push them so both they the fall over yeah the camera follows them like when she got lifted up after picking up the glass that was really effective because I knew she got the glass and then also that slow kind of camera weirdness. That was cool. I thought that looked great. Yeah, it's really, I, I'm, I'm surprised this guy doesn't have a lot more in the works because it was that that part, one little part of the movie is just like so much better than it has any business being. <laughs> yeah, it's a surprising, I don't know, surprising package overall. I, uh, I, I don't know. Again, I don't know what I thought I was getting. Okay, that's that's the point of it, I guess, is you don't know. And you think you know for a, quite a bit of the first third. You're like, oh, all right. That's one he, of these. Okay, sure. He, he's horny yeah. and wants his, he's in love with the babysitter. Okay, I've seen this trope before. And, oh, there's a intruder. Don't go outside. You get shot, whatever. Now, <laughs> now the friend's shot and laying in the ground and there's blood there. And, you know, like they're playing that all real well. And I'm thinking, okay, well, that's what this movie is. That's fine. That's what this is. And there'll be some thrills and eventually she'll win and be standing over the whoever the perpetrator is with a knife but you know we've seen that before and then record scratch you're like shit that is not what this is this is way different than that so yeah i i you know nothing to compare it to but before the home invasion really gets started they have her talk to her boyfriend at least twice Mm. and that's such a great misdirect because you're just like you're convinced it's him and maybe his buddy. You know, it's like you're convinced it's people you haven't met yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Like, that's what I mean. They, they're these sleight of hand moves that the director does where it's just these little moments of, oh, the boyfriend's weird. OK, well, maybe he's doing like, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's a really great mm-hmm. misdirection because I'm not paying attention to what's really going on. I'm thinking, well, I know what's going to happen. And then what happens gets, you know, what, what my expectations get subverted so hardcore I'm not used to movies doing that. Yeah. Honestly, name another one recently that made you go, Oh my gosh. And I don't mean like, you know, I see dead people level of whatever, but that's that an- kind of twist. The Shyamalan style. Twist, yeah, the Shyamalan like the, style. Oh, this is a completely different movie than what I thought it was coming yeah. into it. I don't remember yeah. the last time that's happened to me. And, yeah. And I can't believe um, I can say a $3 million movie from 2016. I'd never heard of before is the one that did it, <laughs> <laughs> but it did. 
I'm just I'm just surprised by it. Um, yeah, the uh, the 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 vampire um, uh, Tarantino Robert Rodriguez. Um, what the heck is that? Salma oh, Hayek uh, uh, the, the, uh, foot something in the dead uh, or dead dead till dawn up till dawn dawn uh, and uh, dawn of the dead oh oh you're so close dawn dawn uh, hey dead dawn, dead dawn you're soaking dawn it. before dead dawn dawn of the <laughs> shit what's that called dawn randy come on you're, i know you're sitting there laughing like trying to uh, uh george clooney um oh my <laughs> what is wrong with me dawn there's dawn a of, series dawn of the dead. There's a whole series. Uh, they, they made a series. Hold on. Da, Don, uh, uh, let's see, it would have been 95, I think. Um, I have to look it up. It's driving me crazy De- here. De- death till, no. Uh, from dusk till dawn. From dusk till dawn. <laughs> Frick. That thing's driving me nuts. There you go. But there's like the last time, well, the, the, one of the last times i could think of a movie where you go into it thinking it's one thing and it turns into something yeah and in, in that case it's almost that bothered me then because it didn't have the clever out uh, it didn't have the clever frosting it just had this moment of oh it's vampires yeah and it was yeah. never any indication before that and before this it was just a crime thriller and whatever, whatever, but oh no, it's not that now. And I remember thinking, well, that's a little too abrupt, guys. You didn't really do any of the work to to make this pay off. And I, where I think this movie succeeds is it does do the work and mm-hmm. it pays off. It's very good. And I kind of want to see the careers of these kids now. I want to see where they go next sure. and what they do because yeah. they're they, I thought they were really compelling. Uh, Dunaway, we lost you for a sec. You good? You all right? You did. I'm good. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, you're all good. I tried to do it on the download, Scott. Oh, sorry. You don't <laughs> I was me. thinking, yeah. oh no, Brian Dunaway just disappeared. I wonder if he was yelling into his microphone uh, from dust till dawn, from dust till dawn. And we oh, no, no, no. I knew what you were talking about. But yeah. <laughs> I came funny. back in. I could tell just from the Scott's description that it was that we was talking about. I had compared it in my head beforehand. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. I even think hiring Nailed Virginia it. Madsen and Patrick Orburton are sleight of hand magic tricks because those two yes. actors come with some expectation. And neither of those ex, none of the expectations I have around either of those two people were explored here. But you were thinking about it. Meanwhile, trickery's happening over here, and I kept thinking, "Well, Pat, well you don't just get Patrick Warburton and don't do anything with him." Well, sometimes you do. Sometimes you don't sometimes do shit. Sure you do. Sometimes sometimes you just have him look like, through his collection of gay Christmas ornaments, which apparently is his real true. collection of gay Christmas ornaments. By the way, shut really? up for real. He those those, yeah, he shipped those down to Australia himself. For shut the, up. Is that and, true? And asked if he could work it into his intro as a character. Yes, hundred percent true. That's amazing. Love yeah. it. Also, I really like how he looks in his like older days. I think older years. He gets yeah. older. Yeah, aging well. Yeah, he's looking Mr. good, Mister Putty. This one right here, like, I'm going to put some in chat. That photo makes me laugh, and it's not meant to be funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. There's just something about him, man. <laughs> With a really close crop hairdo. Yeah. The, yeah. Do we want to address at all why Virginia Madsen's in everything ever and always? Why is she in everything? <laughs> What's the deal there? Yeah. She's in everything. Yeah, I think she just has a really good agent. She must. That's all I can her, think of. Is that- looking at her uh, IMDb, it's a billion miles long. Like, yeah. She's been in everything you guys think have ever seen. She might be one of our Star Trek connections today. She I might. think she right. she says she doesn't say no to yeah. things. You know, I think she's like, yeah, all right, whatever. <laughs> it's a you know up and coming director. I'll give him a shot. You know, I'll 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 take it. But look at her. I mean, she's like a she's like a film sack journeyman. She's legend. Yeah, Candyman, yeah. Prophecy. I'm Dune. surprised she's not higher in our film sack stats list. Honestly, yeah, no kidding. She should be higher. How is mm-hmm. she not? That's crazy to me. Oh, she's born on September 11th. That sucks when your birthday's that day, doesn't it? Oh. Yeah, my my aunt Maureen is September 11th birthday. Yeah, that's no fun. Got to call her every year and and try to try to just say happy birthday and ask her how she's doing. You know, like try to talk about literally anything else. Yeah. yeah. Anything else you want to say about better watch out before we uh, cut to some clippy clippies here? I got some clippies. Clip us some up. Clippy clips. Yeah, you're interested in clips. Here's some clips. Then, how about this one? Uh, this is, oh, I didn't do a ton cause the movies, I don't know. Nobody says anything. Super it's kind of light. There's a lot of mm-hmm. visuals. Yeah. yeah. Plus they're just, I don't know. It's all just good delivered dialogue and also some of right. it's too dirty. But anyway, here's some, here's some fun puberty talk. You believe everything you read online. 
like with the paint cans. Oh my God, are we seriously back to the paint can debate? I ended that last week. I was unconvinced. Well, that, is a, that was a hint, by the way. <laughs> Some foreshadowing right yes, there. Yes, a lot of foreshadowing. Yeah, I see a shadow and it's before me. All right, here's... <laughs> um, Here's another one. Oh, I wrote, uh, I wrote, oh, so it's this kind of movie, is it? That's, the, that's what this is uh, labeled. Here you go. You sure you've never sucked another man's <laughs> Not even in college. Not some lost weekend, <laughs> fishing trip, secret special friend. Never? Not that I can recall. Not that I can recall. <laughs> that's a typo. <laughs> uh, I wanted more Patrick Warburton, if I'm yeah. honest. Yeah. I, I love him so much. All right, um... Drank the whole bottle? Anyway, here's this. One time me and Garrett drank a whole bottle. That kid is going through the pubes. Yeah. I got a lot of this early before the twist happened, I guess. Um, okay, here's an okay thanks. Okay, thanks. Oh, yeah, that was from earlier. Just uh, <laughs> pizza funny. guy's face. Uh, here's uh, here's Puberty Boy uh, doing a truth or dare. Truth or dare. <laughs> truth or dare. Truth or dare. All right. <laughs> uh <laughs> This is his uh, exciting pube voice. It's exciting. Oh, gosh. It's exciting. Listen to that thing. It's exciting. <laughs> is that him or the friend? That's him. It's exciting. That's him. Okay, yeah. wow. Because he pushed her down the thing and he goes, what did you do, dude? And he oh, goes, is right, exciting? Okay. Yeah. He didn't just push her down. He slapped her That's right. down yeah. the stairs. He did. Gun, gun slapped her. What do they call that? A yeah. uh, Oh, that was a good Cock name. slap what? I don't know. Cock slap. <laughs> Definitely he, not that. He, he, <laughs> cocked, he cocked and slapped her? Sure. I like cock slap. Let's go with that. Yeah, let's go with that before yeah. we yeah, maybe move. Here's, here's some more uh, squeaky high voice later in the movie. Am I smoking weed in the house? Especially that first bit. Am I smoking oh, weed okay. in the house? Oh, yeah. Only dogs can hear that first part, right? Yep. And then this I thought was real effective. It's right toward the end of the movie. You hear this guy yell. And you went, oh no, oh shit! Uh, <laughs> I'm Australian. This is my one line. <laughs> Wait a minute, did he sound Australian? Hold on. No, he didn't at all. No. I wanted it. This one's still alive. I would have loved it if it was <laughs> right. Hi, this Mike, one's, this still, one's alive. still alive. <laughs> I would have laughed so hard. Oh my gosh, <laughs> the one thing that got they Crikey. got wrong. <laughs> one of them lives. All right. Here's uh here's your It's here's not your, a dead body. This <laughs> is a dead body. Here's your checklist. The film sack checklist. Never saw this coming. Check. Puberty mm. is a bitch. Check. And finally, needed more David Putty. Check. Yes. Uh, let's do some Star Trek connections. I know Virginia Madsen's in there, but we may as yep, well mention it. it again. We have really, really only one, oh, and uh, right. you know we've talked about her before. And this is <laughs> this is just a repeat. She played Kellen in the Star Trek Voyager episode Unforgettable, mm-hmm. and I don't remember what it was about. Mm. Well, that's what mm. she was. She was unforgettable. That's who you. That's what. Oh you my are. gosh. Okay, so that was a great <laughs> joke, and people at home are laughing. Um, it was. It was a uh, alien sex pod of the week episode, oh, you know. Okay. And uh, you know, so they find her, and her love interest is Chakotay, which oh, is interesting because, okay. like, he's mm-hmm. he's a very interesting character. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah it's, it, Voyager. <laughs> he was my favorite yeah. of the. Well, no, him and Tuvok. I thought were both my. I think they were my favorite uh, yeah. of that series, which was hard to do because a lot of them annoyed me, but uh, it got better as it went along. Um, all right. Well, there you go. Good job, Virginia Matson. You're our soul track connection. Let's give this thing a soundtrack grade. I'd give it a G for great for this. I thought it was perfect for everything they were doing. Great little transitions. Good little thriller moments. It was good. I don't know who it is, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. good soundtrack. It's a perfect little uh, deal. And I like the music stuff or the Christmas stuff that was thrown in there. Yeah. Let's get to that damn Twitter post. This is where you guys sum up this piece of shit. I'm oh, just kidding. This good movie <laughs> in 280 characters or less. Them's the rules. Let's start with Randy. Better watch out. You better not die. Better not turn on Amazon Prime. Movies gonna mess with your mind. It's violent and it's rapey. It's based on Home Alone. The kids are talking all about who they'd really like to bone. <laughs> Wait, is there not characters. more? Oh, you're out of characters. Oh, shoot. Yep. I really oh, thought I was really excellent. going places. Yeah. All right. Um, let's do uh, Dunaway now. Let's do the Dunaway. I'll be back. Better watch out. Those knobs are too high. Hey, did you have some work done? Tag. 
Patty Warbucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Lord. Nice job. Uh, finally, it's Brian Ibbett. Better watch out. He isn't just home aloneing them, he's dieharding them too. Oh, oh God, you're one of them. You're one of the home intruders. Oh, God. <laughs> that, was, that was good. good. That's a great uh, poll. Very good. <laughs> I wondered why that felt kind of familiar. Like that feeling of like, yeah. he doesn't know he's the terrorist. Oh, yeah. Right, right. Except that kid was no, he's no uh, John McClane. No, he's uh, he's no on Rickman. Yeah, if f that guy. All right, here's uh here's uh, the alternate titles. Oh wow, look at this. This was almost called Puberty Simulator 2016, but uh, <laughs> they decided that was a bad idea. So they uh, uh, instead it was briefly called Home Alone: The Shutter Cut. Uh, so that's uh, that's the deal uh, there. Yeah. I uh, got a couple emails from folks at home this holiday season. Filmsack at gmail dot com is the email address they used to convey their feelings and thoughts. Adam, aka Shan, a fan on Discord, wrote, "Hello, Sackers." Oh. One of the most recent Alien Resurrection film, film sack episode, it was mentioned jokingly that director Jean-Pierre Genot would often speak French on set to confuse the cast. But did you know that prior to Alien Resurrection, Jean-Pierre directed a film, French film called The City of Lost Children, starring Ron Perlman, who spoke French throughout that entire film. I thought that was a fun tidbit to share. Did they, totally. did they uh, ADR him or did he actually speak French? Because that'd be cool. No. Never saw that That's movie. A good question. Yeah. You got to find somebody to do the ADR that that has a Ron right. Perlman voice. I listen to be like, yes. uh, "Hey, parlez-vous français?" <laughs> <laughs> that would be effed up. But I never yeah. saw. I've uh, somebody once we've I've had heard people about that movie. Yeah, yeah, people have said we should do it, but since it's in French, you know, we don't usually do foreign language isn't movies because it, it's just hard to clip foreign. That, and isn't but. it part of like a a, a multi movie series like? A, not Cinema Paradiso, but there's something else that the City of Lost Children is like related to oh. from a different director or something like that. Unless I'm thinking of something else. No, you might be right. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. Um, let's see here if I can find quickly anything. Yeah. yeah, I'm looking. Delicatessen. Oh, just stylistically related to Delicatessen Amelie. Okay. Oh, uh, uh, okay. Well. But the uh, music is by Twin Peaks guy, Angelo Badalamente. Ah, uh. That's, I like that on my burritos. That's the brand. <laughs> Here's uh, one more email. Oh, no, he kept going. Uh, sorry. He says, uh, love to see 1985's Daryl get sacked in 2022. Uh, it says, come on, an android boy who is a master at pole position and a friend named Turtle. It's a must watch, says Adam. Uh, is it? I don't know. Daryl's, it's all, and Daryl's uh, an acronym for something. Yes. Know. Right. Um, let's see. Um, trying digitally to assisted Did, there you go uh i don't remember because he's a robot, robot. Right? yes well sorry yes oh michael mckean's in this weird mm-hmm. um data analyzing robot youth life form <sighs> there it is. that's terrible <laughs> but does he that. have a belly button i hate it uh daryl's the kid let's see barrett oliver what's that kid doing now hardly anything he stopped in 89 all right anyway this this is maybe the worst movie title ever i i cannot figure out a way to get imdb to give me the movie daryl you have to do dots you have to put dots yeah. yeah like like you're typing mash yeah and it's also the one with the, it's the daryl with the y uh, it's like the why. I started typing it, and and IMDb is like Daredevil, The Dark Knight, Dark Into the Dark. <laughs> His the dark materials. Thing, it, it's offering me Chucky before it's offering me the correct movie. Here. Yeah, well, wow. they're probably all better movies, is my guess. <laughs> <laughs> if I had to guess. Hey, here's one from Jeff. Jeff said, "Hey, Sackers, quick note to say the TV movie Night Rider 2000 is on Netflix. Yes. I think this needs to be sacked. Thank you, Post yes. PS. Yeah. He says or Postscriptus." It starts in a prison where the prisoners are in cryo sleep like Demolition Man, as if he needs to sell us on it anymore. Right. And um, and we've all we've all seen enough Knight Rider to know what we're getting into, right? Like there's none of us who skipped Knight Rider. Um that's a funny thing you say, Brian. But do you want to address this? You wanna you wanna say anything yeah. about that? Or? Uh no comment, Michael. <laughs> Brian, isn't the first Knight Rider thing you ever saw was the watch along with us or something? Yes, that's absolutely yeah. the first A-Team thing, the first Knight Rider thing, and I think the first Dukes of Hazard thing. Yeah, uh, yeah. We're well, all we were all guys. watching those classic American shows. Brian was busy with Love yeah. Boat and Fantasy Island. Fantasy Island. and yeah. yeah. So so to answer your question, Randy, I think Brian might be a little green to it still. Maybe. We had one TV and I had to watch one. 
grandparents wanted to watch on yeah. Friday and Saturday watch, nights. I had to watch Love Boat and Hee Haw. Leave me alone. <laughs> Listen, but I know everything there is to know about Charo, okay? Right. Oh, good. <laughs> we're going to need that one day. Don't know when. Yeah. Don't know why. It's important but, knowledge. Yeah, we're going to need it. <laughs> well, anyway, both of these are great ideas. We will add them to the yeah. list. I think we were talking about Knight Rider 2000 a couple days ago. Oh, I dropped a big yeah. old yeah, fat. Discord. You didn't read it. Discord discussion about Knight Rider 2000. Yeah. That's right. You were stoked. You were mm-hmm. you yeah. all kinds mm-hmm. of little tidbits to talk about. So, eh, yeah, maybe we'll get in there and get that done. Is, is it uh, Hasselhoff or is it somebody else? Yeah, it's, it's well, yeah, it's Hasselhoff, but. <laughs> yeah. But. Yeah, but. Yeah. It's but. It's his butt. All right. But there's more. I don't want to spoil it. Okay. All right. Ooh, there's a spoiler. Oh, okay. <laughs> there's a but dot 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 is what you're saying. <laughs> right, right. Three dots after a but. Mm. Mm. All right. Uh, those are stink lines in a cartoon. All right. Hey, uh, our next movie is Jingle All the Way. All right. That's what we're doing. It's uh, the holiday miracle has happened. Uh, Schwarzenegger right. and Sinbad together at last. It's us watching Jingle All the Way for some of us for the very first time. I've mm-hmm. never seen it. Brian's never seen Me it. Either. And uh, I sure have. And uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm looking <laughs> forward to times. it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. It's, it's, uh, it's definitely a movie that I, I think you can recommend people at least uh, watch, you know, like. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. there are no caveats on it. You know sure. what I mean? Like sure. watch this movie. We'll have fun. As if, as if Schwarzenegger needed to be up higher on our list of actors that we've seen in film sack. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're just going to go ahead and get him in there. We need more stats. Get one yeah. more yeah. in there. We need more. Yeah. We need more Sinbad. So that's next week. Uh, as we near the Christmas holiday, uh, jingle all the way it is currently streaming on what? Uh, Amazon Prime. Amazon we are Prime. we are in the midst of an Amazon Prime streak right now. Yeah, Prime's Prime got best. Prime's got a lot it's of the elsewhere movies. too because I watch and I don't have Prime Video. Well, you have oh, it on, yeah, like, it's on Hulu, I think. He probably yeah. has it on Blu-ray or some shit. Okay. <laughs> the uh, deluxe cool. edition. Yeah, yeah. He has all those. Yeah, things. I just looked it up. It's on uh, Amazon Prime, Disney Plus, Hulu. Uh, I watch some Disney Plus. It's funny because for a movie that we've we've had on our list. It was never yeah. streaming. Now it's streaming on everything. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Why is that? Yeah. And if Disney yeah. has it, that tells me Disney owns it. Are there, there aren't different versions like a director's cut or anything that we're going to like, oh, I watched it on Disney Plus, so I get the extra bonus scene of. No, there's okay, only, yeah. there can only be one. Yeah, I was hoping. Yeah, me too. All right. Well, that's next week. So be here for Jingle all the way. In the meantime, our website is filmsack.com. You can email us at filmsack at gmail.com. And we are on Twitter at filmsack. Please leave us reviews wherever you get your shows. I know we ask for it every week. Well, it does help. And you guys continue to be the best damn audience in podcast history. Thank you for your continued feedback. That'll do it for us, for me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Randy. Metrosexual. We'll see you next, <laughs> next time. <laughs> This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com. Are we smoking weed in the house?